Hello and welcome to the Bellingen Coworking Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Woodward. This month we return to the often discussed subject of social media. It's the one we get asked to bring presenters in about the most. It's probably the most confusing or time-consuming uh, thing for a lot of people who are involved in business uh, in Bellingen. And what we're going to try and do today is do a bit of a refresher on social media when it comes to your small business, what you should be looking for, what you should be doing, what you should avoid doing. But we're going to start off with a little bit of a discussion on what's changed in more recent times. And as a small business professional myself, I'm constantly see, constantly noticing a lot of changes uh, in Facebook in how it works and some of the terminology it uses and stuff like that. So at the last meeting of the co-working group, we had along Louise Scott. She runs her uh, own uh, travel business. She's also consulted uh, in social media as well. And I've asked uh, Louise to uh, come down here to Church Street today uh, just to have a chat about what's changed in more recent times and for her, uh, what's, what are three things that uh, people should be looking at to be successful in promoting their business online and on social media. So Louise, you've got a busy time. You've got uh, the launch of your travel business coming up, which is really, really exciting as well. And you've made a lot of your business through social media, haven't you? Absolutely. In fact, I don't think I'd be running the tours to France today that I am without my social media tribe. And so how, how did that come about? I mean, you started your business, you got online, you love France, you love hospitality and touring. Just tell us a little bit about how you got into becoming, if you like, an online business. So I started social media in, or started my Facebook page in 2013, just as an interest thing. Um, it's called All Things French and I'm a Francophile and I, I just wanted to share that sort of um, energy with people and then about three years ago I realized I needed to come up with a way of financing my annual trips to France um, and hopefully even make some money so I, I decided to build some tours women's tours to France by then I had a fairly solid social media following and that has definitely contributed towards um, the engagement that I feel with people about the tour. But in the last couple of years, I've absolutely focused on um, engaging with my ladies, specifically uh, with the idea of generating business for my tours. Okay. And you said something interesting to me the other week that you basically run your whole business from your iPhone. Absolutely, yeah. I use my phone for everything for... Um, well, for everything, for I spend about four and a half hours on my phone every day. Uh, good old Apple screen time, apparently, that's my thing. Um, and a lot of that is on social media. In fact, with that in mind, I shared a post last week and I made a point of calculating how long it took. And it took me an hour and a half to put the post together. It was a very special post, but it got 50% engagement. And therefore, I think I spent another three or four hours answering all of the comments for that engagement. So it can be a huge... Um, part of your business but since it is a core part of my business it makes a lot of sense to me yeah, and it's, a, it, it's an investment in time and you've got to look at time obviously as a resource so you've gone from zero to 100 if you like um, and so what have you seen change in the Facebook and Instagram environment in the last couple of years I, I'm finding it hard to keep up with what about you um, well, look, I am keeping up with it because I spend so much time on it, but there definitely have been some changes. When I started my page on Facebook, I mean, you could just 
draw people's interest into your page. It was no trouble. It was back in the days when um, pages had a lot of exposure in your feed. Things have changed, obviously, and we'll get into that later. Instagram, again, the same thing. The people talk about the algorithm, and uh, which is this big dark monster in the sky that affects your um, exposure. Yep. And it's quite true that they're uh, they're constantly tweaking that algorithm. Um, and that definitely does affect how much exposure you get with your tribe. And, and what about you know, language even? You know, I'm, I'm just noticing there's, every time I scroll, there's like um, more ads are showing up. Um, I'm, I'm constantly being reminded to promote things and all of that. I mean, do you, do you think Facebook's got a whole lot more commercial? Or is it regressed, or what's it doing? Oh, look, I think if you look at it from a business point of view, it makes complete sense. There was a little; they had a little bit of a wobbly about a year ago. But if you look at it overall, back in the days when I started, it was completely free. It still is free to have a page. But they were in the business of, if you like, a kind of addiction, getting people involved in being used to using the platform on a daily basis. So they were giving 100% what you wanted. There was no very little advertisements. They must have had a, probably a lot of um, capital behind them to get that thing moving. But it was never going to be about us just having fun online with our friends. Facebook has to make money. And yeah, they make a lot of money. They're very good at it. But they are um, changing their tactics a little bit now. I'm sure they're still making plenty of money. But it can't be. I sometimes see people who talk about, you know, why do we see ads and why do... You know, it, it's a business. Yeah. They have to make money. And it's helped make you money as well, and it's changed your life, you know, for the uh, for the better as well. And I, I know in some of my other endeavours in life, uh, with Airbnb and stuff like that, I'm getting business I would never have got or wouldn't have ever got involved in before. So let's talk about three really important things that you um, are of the view uh, that work, and what are the three things that people should be doing to make sure that they have a good presence online on Facebook. And I gave you the challenge of three things. We've come up with them. And the first one's engagement. Tell me what that means. Well, engagement is king. Um, what does it mean? Okay, so, well, it means any, any uh, interaction that anybody has with the post that you make on social media. For example, um, let's say I make a post, this is quite common for me, that has 10 photos because it's a, a, a village in France or something. And I write a bit of a rave, and that matters how much you write a story, that type of thing. We'll get into that in a minute. Um, anytime that anyone clicks on the See More button or clicks on, taps on a photo or scrolls through and taps on any of the photos or likes or comments or shares, each one of those actions is called engagement. Any engagement that you get contributes to the reach that your post has. So if you get a lot of engagement, the Facebook algorithm goes, wow, this is actually really interesting people are really loving this post let's show it to more people and that's how you get wider exposure for your posts and it's absolutely essential today in social media we're going to talk about photography in a minute but I guess there's a, a, a question before even photography and it, it's all about engagement it's about writing stuff that people are interested in what's your approach to like editorial well, look, I would actually say that that's probably one of the key contributors to engagement. So uh, we're no longer uh, of, the, of the ilk where TV or, or any sort of media really throws ads at us. People aren't responding to that anymore. People are responding to stories. Literally, uh, Facebook and Instagram actually have a stories feature. And the idea is it's a little bit like minor celebrity. This is who I am. This is what's going on behind the scenes and telling 
a bit about your life and how you got to where you are, something that is relatable and emotional to people. That's the things they'll respond to. And the other thing they respond to is your second point, photography, pictures, graphics, whatever you want to call it. Um, Tell me your approach on that. Well, Instagram was founded with photography. It was never originally about anything else, Um, whereas now there's a lot of businesses that um, use it as a playing field to get their message out there but even regardless of what your message is and even if it's on Facebook not Instagram we are bombarded with visuals and if you see something that isn't really just your thing you're going to scroll right on past in fact people will scroll past even good images but you really have to have a solid base of good images for your posts and, and uh, one one thing we should never do is nick stuff or pinch other people's uh, photos I uh, use a f- a shutter fresh or something like a stock fresh or something like that I think it's 10 cents a photo or five cents a photo I think it's pretty good value where do you source your photography from well I take a lot of my own photos and I've become very good at that um, with my beautiful iPhone but actually there's a site called unsplash which is huge and they're free to download there's lots of free stock photography sites if you look for them but unsplash is one that I use it's massive and there's lots of great photos no one ever needs to be um, poor of photos there's plenty out there but be aware of copyright of course and and also pay for other people's work if you do use a uh, commercial uh, uh, photo that's uh, we don't steal music and we don't steal software and we don't steal photos Um, and the third point uh, was uh, to talk about advertising and this issue of Facebook ads is that a promoted post Um, I'm getting confused by it can you just give us a simple explanation of advertising and promoted posts or are they one of the same help us so an ad is what you might imagine, just an advertisement where you start from scratch with the idea of posting an ad to a certain group of people. And Facebook is renowned for having very solid advertising um, abilities because you can narrow your target audience literally down to 30 kilometers from where you live or it can be male or female. There's a, a bunch of demographics. I use um, women between the ages of 45 and 60 who are Francophiles and who've expressed an interest in the south of France and you know other key indicators that can really narrow the field. Boosting a post is something that I use occasionally, although I'm a little more wary of it now than I used to be. Um, uh, and why is that, first of all? Yeah, well, because basically you have to be very careful when you boost a post because as soon as you boost it, Facebook knows that you want to make money and so they'll limit the amount of free reach and charge you for the paid reach. And so... Uh, um, if I've got a post that's doing really well and forward, and I, and I think that it's got the um, some actual uh, content that will be valuable for people to know, if it's doing well, probably two or three days as the the peak has gone past and it's still out there, I might boost it just to push it out to a wider audience because it's already got uh, legs behind it. So your first port of call is a Facebook ad, is that right? Well, to be honest, I don't use a lot of advertising because I don't need to but for my tours yes I've done Facebook advertising before again I haven't really needed to but that would probably be Mm. something that I would consider doing even ahead of a boosted post unless that boosted post had valuable material that I thought my audience needed. So you're you're, I guess bringing in your advice if you want to start with an ad and then after a few days then move on to promoting it or the promoted post is that an approach you would recommend or? So, well, I guess they're just two different things, really. So if you've got something specific 
that you need to get out there and you're not sure who, do you, who your audience is or maybe you don't have very many people who follow your page, then definitely an ad. Yep. Um, and look, it's, it's really affordable. It's yeah, not yeah. terribly expensive. And, and Facebook does give you a lot of help. They ask you, you know, do you want to uh, attract people to your page? Do you want to promote a website? Do you want to get bookings? Do you want to get phone calls? There are a lot of step-by-steps uh, in, in the uh, back end of the Facebook system, which are very, is very, very handy. So I said we'd talk about uh, three things today, but uh, when we were having our uh, coffee uh, before this, uh, before I flicked uh, the record button on, we were speaking about reviews oh, yes. and um, and how that's changed, and uh, and it's now recommendations or reviews are recommendations or recommendations are reviews. I can't remember what we were speaking about, but can you just take through what what's changed there? Yeah, well, it used to be a standard five star review system where people could just leave one to five stars. Um, but now it's shifted right through instead to recommendations, and um, which works really, really well on a local level for local business in particular. But I mean, you could just start typing, um, I'm looking for, or can anyone recommend? And Facebook will pick up on that straight away and set up a kind of mini format within the post that is actually asking for recommendations from local people or will. If you start to type in the address of a business, um, it will pick it up and hyperlink to the business so that, um, and whatever the, um, however many recommendations that business has got, it will highlight that. So it can be really good for local business. All right, so the, the, the three things we were speaking about today uh, were just what, or four things, or five things. Uh, we spoke about, uh, you know, first of all, what, what's changed in recent times. We've just had a discussion about reviews, but the three key things that Louise spoke about uh, to focus you, you on when it comes to uh, social media uh, is engagement, pictures, and uh, advertising in uh, one form or another. So Louise, uh, uh, tell us about your businesses, so take us through those. Well I've been working in social media for quite a few years now and for other people um, and obviously I'm happy to say experienced a great deal of success particularly with my own business and I think honestly the reason for that is I've got a driving passion obviously and I don't have to um, uh, manufacture any sense of engagement. These are my stories that I'm telling, it's my um, life that I'm talking about and this is what people want to know. Like, I, some, I know some people in business who don't ever actually tell people about what's going on in their business or their lives or that type of thing. It doesn't have to be personal but people actually want, they want a little look in. They want a sense of connecting with you and that's not just about a straight picture and a straight rave. Tell us more about what's going on in your life, give us a story. And how can people find you? Uh, well, my my favourite place on earth, allthingsfrench.com, otherwise louisescott.com.au if you're interested in social media training or consulting. Okay. That's the Bellingen Co-working podcast this uh, month, talking social media uh, with Louise Scott. So thanks for listening. We'll be back soon with another Bellingen Co-working podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Woodward. Thanks for listening. <laughs>